Today on Transforming Lives. Until the times, because of fear, he denied Jesus. Fifty days after, Peter stood in a crowd and declared that the scribes and the Pharisees killed Jesus. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. It was a command. It was not a suggestion. It was not an option. He said, be filled with the Holy Spirit. In essence, what he was saying, this is your right. You need to yield yourself to the Holy Spirit and allow Him to saturate and infuse you with His presence and power. Amen? We need to experience the grace and the power of God. We need to open all of our lives to Him and allow Him to come in and to fill us to overflowing. We need to allow Him. Nicodemus asked Jesus one time he went to Jesus and he asked Jesus concerning uh, um, all the things that Jesus was doing. And Jesus said to him, you must be born again. And Nicodemus said to Jesus, how is it can a man who is old be born again? And this is what Jesus said unto him. He said, uh, 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 it, it, it has to be done through the power of the Spirit. The new birth comes through the power of the Spirit. But once you are born again, then the power of God fills your life. And then now you have the, the privilege to open yourself out to allow God to fully saturate you and fill you to overflow. But the new birth comes first. Amen? The new birth comes first. You have to be born again first before you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? And once you are born again, that's your right. And being filled with the, the evidence is the life of power and the life of the presence of God upon your life. You become the vessel of God. The Holy Spirit uses you and your, 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 your something so that He can live His life in and through you for service. The, the filling of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not just for you to, to, to go to heaven, is for you to serve God. The, the purpose of the, the Holy Spirit is for service. Amen? The purpose of the Holy Spirit is for service. Jesus said you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. Amen? And so when we yield ourselves to the power, to the Holy Spirit, the purpose is for service. God wants to use you to accomplish his work. And it is by him. Say by him. by him. Last but not the least, the filling of the Holy Spirit is a work of the Holy Spirit. He's the one who saturates you. He's the one who fills you. He's the one who infuses you with his power and his presence. He's the one who does that. Amen. You see, it is an experience that you will know and people
around you will know. It is something that you will not guess when you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Because I, I give you another example in the book of Acts. Um, the Bible talks about um, um, Peter, when uh, Pete Cornelius, the angel went to Cornelius and Cornelius went, um, caught, sent for Peter and Peter and some of the believers went to this Gentile Roman satirian uh, um, house and they went to share the gospel and Peter said to, to him when he went there, he said, I perceive that God is no, uh, um, uh, um, does not respect persons, he doesn't show partiality, but everyone who loves him and, and shows himself uh, in obedience to him, he manifests himself. And the Bible says that Peter began to teach on um, about Jesus, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good and healing all. And then he said, because of what Jesus did, God raised him from the dead. And the Bible tells us that Peter did not even finish his sermon. The Holy Spirit came upon all those who were in the house and they were baptized with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak in tongues. The Bible tells us that Peter said to the, 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 the people, he said, should we hold them from being baptized since what we experience, they have already experienced, also experienced. There was a tangible manifestation of them being filled. Say tangible. tangible. Amen. The Bible tells us when Philip went to Samaria, he preached the gospel. Um, and the Bible says that the people were excited, they got born again. Many people, many people were healed and, 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 and delivered. And many signs and wonders, miracles were done. There was great joy in the city. But they were not filled. They were born again, but they were not filled with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says they had to send for Peter and John, who when they went down there, they prayed for them, laid their hands on them, and then the believers got filled with the Holy Spirit. Now you say, well, the Bible did not say that in, 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 in Acts chapter 8 that they, 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 they spoke in tongues and there was a tangible evidence. No, the Bible does talk about tangible evidence because the Bible said that Simeon, who were following Philip, saw what had happened and wanted to buy it. Now, how will you see something that has happened and want to buy it if it was not something that was manifested? It was manifested. Hello? Amen. It was manifested. And, and so he saw it and he wanted to buy it. Amen. He, it was not something that he just thought. Oh no. It was something that was manifested, demonstrated, and he wanted to purchase it. Amen. There is always a manifestation of the power of God upon your life. Always a manifestation. Amen. The Bible tells us, Rahab Bonke shared a story um, of one, one of his, his first major crusade in a, um, a, 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 a Burini. Um, the Gambia, he went, he went there and the, the spirit of, he had a dream and the spirit, he saw the map of Africa covered and God told him to um, go to this uh, place and uh, um, uh, to have a crusade and he went and as he was walking he, he decided to walk from the airport to the town and as he was walking he saw the stadium and the spirit of God um, uh, uh, impressed on his in his heart to um, uh, rent the stadium 
Um, he did not have at the time. He, he was not Christ for the All Nation. Was not big at the time. He was. It was a small ministry in in, in South, South Africa, Lesotho at the time. Um, but he was one. So he went to meet with one of the pastors that he went to visit, and the pastor had a church. And there were 40 people in his church. And he told the pastor that he wanted to go and rent the stadium. And the pastor said, how will you rent the stadium? Um, we just have 40 people. We can't fill the stadium. And so he talked to them. And then he, he said he went and spent the, the time going from church to church, all the churches, and talk, talking to all the pastors. And he would say to them, I'm Rahab Bonke. The Spirit of God said to me, now you come and have a crusade here. And I'm going to have a crusade in the camp, in the in the um, in the stadium. I want you to be a part of it. And they were asking, "Who are you? How, who are you? Who are you?" And no, none of them, none of the ministers uh, 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 put a lot to work with him for the crusade. The day they went to the crusade, they they, they, they started the, the meeting. When they went, they, they started. He said they rented the, the the stadium, and then they rented a big hall because they they. The, the man convinced them that he didn't have sufficient, so they rented a hall first before they moved to the stadium. When they went, they, on the first day of the crusade, there were 100 persons at the crusade. He said, as he was preaching, the Spirit of God said, pray for the people to be baptized. He said he did not even finish preaching. And one woman stood up. I can see. The other person stood up. I'm healed. The other person stood up. And as he prayed, he said he could see like the wind, a rushing wind came over the place and filled the place. People got baptized in the Holy Spirit. The word went out. And by the time he finished the crusade, there were more than 10 plus thousand people. See, there is a tangible evidence that you will know. Say Amen. It takes the power of the Spirit. He does the work. The Holy Spirit Himself does the work. Let me let me give you a couple, uh, a few other examples. Let's look at Peter. Remember Peter? <coughs> Peter was one of Jesus' disciples. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, the Bible tells us. That Peter, um, when they arrested Jesus, he followed Jesus and he went to the high priest's place. And then a girl came to Peter and said, you are one of his disciples. And three times this person came to Peter and Peter denied Jesus. Three times. So three times. Now Peter was a, a mighty man of God, right? But three times, because of fear, he denied Jesus. Fifty days after... Peter stood in a crowd and declared that the scribes and the Pharisees killed Jesus. And Jesus was risen from the dead. And the Bible says 3,000 people got born again. Now what's the difference between a little girl asking you that you know Jesus and the transformation for you to stand before a multitude and tell them that they killed Jesus and was not afraid. What's the difference that happened in Peter's life? It was the power of the Holy Spirit. The baptism. There was a holy 
boldness. In fact, the Bible says even in Acts chapter 3, when they were arrested, in Acts chapter 4, the, the scribes and the Pharisees told them not to talk about Jesus. Peter and John said to them, we must obey God rather than men. Now, there was a young girl, a little girl, said, do you know Jesus? Peter said, no. But the same people who killed Jesus, 50 days after, Peter was standing in front of them and saying to them, you killed Jesus, and we choose to rather obey God than you. What was the difference? It was the power of the Holy Spirit. The tangible evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 4, the Bible tells us that when the disciples went out after they threatened, the scribes of the Pharisees threatened them, in Acts chapter 4, if you read verse 29 to 31, the Bible says that they, they went to it accompanying and they began to pray. They told, share what happened. And it said, this is what it said in Acts chapter 4, verse 29. It said, now Lord, look on their tracks and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs, wonders, and miracles may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaking, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God with boldness. There was a tangible manifestation of what happened. Hello? And I want us to pursue God, to yield, to surrender, to give ourselves to God so that we can be filled and saturated for the manifestation of God's power to flow in and through us. There is a tangible manifestation of God's power. Catherine Coleman shared this. She said God, the Spirit of God gave us scripture in Matthew chapter 10 verse 39. He said, Whosoever loses his life for my sake shall find it. Now she said that when she, that scripture had been a, a, a very, very dear to her and she had preached it so many times concerning the whole idea of losing your life for Christ's sake. Amen. Amen. Putting your life on the, uh, on, on the altar. Allowing, surrendering your all. And she said she could remember the day that she surrendered all to Jesus. But her focus was on whosoever loses your life for my sake. That was the focus that she had. And so all she was doing consistently was either talking and preaching about the whole idea of losing your life for Jesus. And surrender is important. We need to surrender. But that's not the end. Jesus said, Whosoever loses his life for my sake shall find it. Say, shall find it. Say, shall find it. And this is what she said. She said, the day that she saw tangible at the same place in, the, in an auditorium that she surrender herself to Jesus, 
she saw a man who had been sick or paralyzed for more than eight or so years uh, um, stood up on his feet. She saw blind eyes open, deaf ears hearing, terminal diseases healed. She recognized, and the Spirit of God said unto her, you, lured, you lost your life for my sake. Now you have found it. This is the life that I desire to live in and through you. You see, when we surrender to God, we're not losing anything. We are just giving God what he gave us in the first place. But when we surrender our all, thinking that we are losing everything, we actually gain God working in our lives. I like what Paul said. He said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. You see, when we put ourselves on the altar and surrender ourselves to God and allow him to come and occupy our lives and allow the Holy Spirit to occupy our lives, we become his temple and he becomes our life. He lives his life in and through us. Our hands become his hands. Our feet becomes his feet. Our mouth becomes his mouth. Our eyes become his eye. He is able to love through us. He is able to serve through us. He is able to minister through us. He is able to do what he wants to do in and through us. It's no longer our lives, but his. And when we allow him, he saturates us and fills us with his glory. Miracles happen. People get saved. People get delivered when Jesus began to live his life in and through us by the power of the Holy Spirit. And every one of us who have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior are privileged to experience the power of God working in and through us. The Holy Spirit wants to fill your life now. And I want to encourage you, yield. Say to your neighbor, say yield. Amen. Say to your neighbor, say yield. Amen. The Holy Spirit wants to fill your life, but you must yield. You must surrender. You must allow him to occupy. Let's stand to our feet. Let's take a few minutes now and let's talk to God. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, we give you the glory. We gave you the honor. We gave you the praise. Holy Spirit, move in our hearts. We trust you. We give you all. We give you our all, Lord. Come and fill our lives. Come and do in us that which you desire. We open ourselves to you. We give you everything. Come and occupy. Hallelujah. I want to pray for, for us, but before 
I do that, I want to pray for those who do not know Jesus as the Lord and Savior because you have to be born again first before you can receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit comes after your salvation experience. Amen. And so if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. If you uh, uh, are ready, I just want you to pray this prayer with us and mean it in your heart. Believe that God uh, uh, um, did through Jesus in order to, to, to forgive you of your sins so that you can have eternal life. Amen. Church, join us. Let's pray this prayer together. Say it with me. Say, Jesus, I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me. Lord, come into my heart. Make me your own. I choose to follow you for the rest of my life. Amen. Friend, if you have you just prayed that, that prayer, then I want to let you know that you are born again. And we want to encourage you to get in a good Bible-believing church so that you may grow in your Christian walk. Because once you are born again, you need to grow. And we want to encourage you to write to us or to send us a, a, a text or a chat so that we can send you materials that will help you grow in your Christian walk. If you live in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, we want to invite you to come and worship with us here at Harvest. Amen. Now, I want to pray. I want to pray for all of us. Just lift up your hands. If you are sick in your body, <clears throat> put your hands to the place that you are believing God for healing. And if you are, want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, I want to pray for you. And let me tell you what will happen. As I pray, the Spirit of God will come upon you. He will fill your life. Amen. You, you will experience a tangible manifestation. If you are believing for healing, the power of God will come upon you and heal your body. If you are believing for the, the, the uh, 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 um, baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God will come and fill your life. And as you yield to Him, there will be a tangible manifestation in your life concerning what God wants to do. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Holy Spirit. We invite you to come now. Fill your people to overflowing. Heal their bodies. Deliver their souls. Cleanse them, O oh God, from everything that hinders. In the name of Jesus, I curse every sickness and every disease in their body right now. Every pain, I command you, go in Jesus' name. Every demonic presence, I command you, go. Every foul spirit, go in Jesus' name. Every uh, um, familiar spirit, Go in Jesus' name. Every spirit of infirmity, go in Jesus' name. I command you to be healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. In the name of Jesus. <clears throat> in the name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> now I pray, Holy Spirit, fill your people. Baptize them according to your word. In the name of Jesus, just saturate them now. In the name of Jesus, let yes, the presence of God is here. Those of you who are watching and streaming with us, the presence of God is right where you are. There is no distance with God. The presence and the power of God is there, right where you are. I release the presence and the power of God. Now, in Jesus' name. Now, in Jesus' name. Receive the Holy Ghost. 
in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah bo shekere besata robo shakanda masoto rebesakana manko ribesita robo shaka yabasata lebebebebe kana maso rebesata yes i release the power of god now now in jesus name in jesus name be filled be filled hallelujah hallelujah amen amen just for come let's sing thank you for spending this time with us we do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make jesus the lord of your life the bible says whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved friends if you want to accept jesus as your lord and savior please pray this prayer after me say lord jesus i am a sinner forgive me of my sins i accept you as my lord and savior friends we are excited that you have accepted jesus as your lord and savior we would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your christian faith this has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm -hmm.